Gardner's raced up, taking the lead here for Rachel King. Diamond Saw staying on, super fast, dragging at them late, but it is oversubscribed and Rachel King to win the first leg. Second Harmony Fire. What a thrill for Rachel King in her early 30s. What a wonderful year uh, this jockey has had. Series of Group 1 races, the Tancred Stakes on Arapahoe, of course, just fine, winning the Metrop. Coolmore stud recent weeks at Flemington Osmosis. The gentleman that gave her her first group win and her first group one is about to join us from Hong Kong. And I reckon he'd be like a proud dad watching that last night. And I'm sure Mark Newnham caught up with Rachel King as well. It's early. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Good morning. Yeah, morning, morning Steve. Did you have a good chat to a pre or post-race, Rachel? Um, yeah, look, she came out to the track uh, yesterday morning and she came down to the stables and had a look around and um, yeah, spent uh, an hour or two with me yesterday having a having a good look around at Chartin. She didn't win the Jockey's Challenge. Vincent Ho did. Only one winner, but a series of placings. So Ho, Vincent Ho will win a Rachel King, of course, Ryan Moore and Zach Purton as well in that Long Jeans Challenge last night. Yeah, no, it's a star-started line-up, that's for sure. So um, uh, she's... Uh, each time she's competed in in one of these, she's done very well. She uh, she won a race in Japan recently at a, at a in a jockey's challenge. So, um, oh look, she's she's more than capable. Tell me what what you liked about Rachel. You gave us some wonderful opportunities, and obviously you were the I, I believe the catalyst to you know her success, Mark. Oh well, look when when. Um, when I was still with Gay and her assistant, um, Rachel was uh, had had started working there, and um, we were sending her away a lot with the horses. Um, so she did a couple of Brisbane carnivals and different things, but she kept kept at me about um, becoming an apprentice, um, which she she had started in in England, but hadn't hadn't followed it through. And it got to the stage where um, I had to convince Gay to. Uh, get her started and I took her into Racing New South Wales and did the interview process with her and actually signed her papers. So, um, uh, so yeah, I've had a association with her and well, as soon as I started training, I, she, was, she was claiming, I think she's still claiming two kids. Um, and one of the first horses she rode for me was, uh, well, in a decent race, was Lanciato and she won uh, three races straight on him, um, including the Cameron and uh, at Newcastle. Um, but her first group one, two and three winners were, were all for me. Uh, made of heaven the champion stakes. Uh, she won a couple of uh, Villiers for me, which is on this Saturday. It's now called the Ingham. So it's a group two. She won two of those for me. She won a lot of stakes races for me. I wonder why she didn't pursue uh, riding in the UK there. Her dad was an amateur jockey, I understand. She was born at a place called Water Perry, and she worked for, for some very big, you know, high-class high trainers there, including Mick Shannon in the early days. Oh, look, it's very difficult for um, girls to get a go there. Um, and, uh, I mean, she even rode a couple of winners over jumps, so I'm not sure how she managed to carry the, carry the saddles out to the trainers because she's... Um, and she'd be 48 kilos ringing wet, so it, um, that probably wasn't ideal, an ideal career path. But yeah, it's just difficult for the girls to get a go there. Um, she's she's just got natural balance, and horses run for her. But um, oh look, she's she showed last night. You know, she can be strong enough in the finish. Just talking about you know the possibility of Rachel you know going to Hong Kong and having a stint there. Oh look, I think 
I think um, she'd do very well here. And look, I'm sure the club would embrace it if they didn't. Um, if they didn't think she was good enough, they wouldn't bother invite, inviting her for last night. And Holly Doyle, um, she went close last night, but the previous two years in this uh, jockey challenge, she's ridden winners. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that they'd. Um, They'd be more than comfortable, you know, offering uh, her or Holly or Jamie Carr a, a, a position here. What about you last night? Produced the first winner there, Diamond Flair, speeding along and hanging on to win for uh, Ferraris. Yeah, um, look, he's uh, he's been a horse that, uh, look, I had him as a yearling and um, got him through to qualifying him to come to Hong Kong, but he's always had a bag of tricks and... Um, I don't think I was that disappointed when I qualified him to, to come to Hong Kong because I'd, I'd run out of I'd run out of ideas for him in Sydney and uh, was pleased when he won and and and, uh, and found his way here. He just found his way back to me, but um, he look his form was fairly moderate um, before last night. Um, but we got the blinkers back on him, rode him very positively. And uh, and he did the job. That's Diamond Flair. And, of course, interesting breeding, deep field, Tempest Toss. She won a feature in Magic Millions Day for Tasmania many years ago. Yeah, look, he's always been a talented horse, but um, he, he's been a bit clever. Um, but, look, we might have found how to ride him now, just use his speed. Um, and he's, he's always a difficult horse to, to get weight off. Um, he's, a, he's a big horse and a heavy horse and um, I think just a bit of consistent racing and, and being able to utilise his speed when he's been fit enough like last night was probably the first night I've had him had him um, you know, forward enough to be able to win and he dropped down to class 5 so uh, it was, you know, a few things came together for him to win. Brenton Abdullah's been riding Eric the Eel, now Torby and Diamond. He went around last night. He ran fifth. What was your assessment of him, Torby and Diamond? Uh, look, he needs a race with a bit of pace. Um, it, it, it's strange that you, you, in Hong Kong, generally, the races are run at a, a, a good tempo, but uh, last night they went steady and he just got out sprinted, but he, he stuck to his game um, pretty well. Uh, his previous start was good. Uh, on the 23rd, there's a there's a 2,000 metre race back at Chartin coming up for him, uh, which which will be more suited. Last night when they um, picked up the tempo quickly from the 500, it just <clears throat> it just left him a little flat footed, uh, but he, he was he was quite good to the line. How would you rate it so far, Mark? Is this what you about expected your first season, and and what's the best horse in the stable that you've got there now? Um, oh look, it's um. Yeah, certainly. Um, uh, it's met my expectations. It, I, look, I, I love it. It, it, um, it, it's, it suits me and it suits the way I train. And um, But it's difficult to win. Um, we've had seven winners so far, which everyone tells me is, is very good, but winning more than that. Um, but um, it, at the moment, we're, we've probably got... 25 horses out of the, well, more than half the stable that haven't raced yet in Hong Kong. So that's a positive. So the horses we're racing at the moment have been in the system here for quite a while. So there's there's not a lot of improvement in those, but, you know, there's a win or two in them. Um, but our newer horses and fresher horses that have come out of quarantine in the last couple of months 
um, they're getting ready to run in the next few months. So I'm looking forward to getting some of those going. Um, but um, oh, look, it's a, it's a great environment. The horses are very evenly graded. So you've really got to get um, you know good barriers, but you've got to get your tactics right too. So um, because there's there's not much between the horses in in the, in the different classes, and um, you know drawing good barriers, getting good jockeys, and getting your tactic right, uh, your tactics right certainly make a difference between winning and running fifth. The world is watching on Sunday, of course, with these big races, the Sprint, the Mile, the 2000, the Vars, 2400. Can you produce something on Sunday that'll run well? Uh, I've got three runners on on Sunday. Uh, I've got a horse called Massive Talent that's run uh, fourth in his last couple of runs. He gets Winkers on for the first time. Uh, If he draws a good gate, um, he'll be hard to beat. My other couple of runners, uh, they're probably a run or two away from... um, from doing something. Just on those races, is Golden 60, I mean, can he do it? Is this definitely going to be his last run in the mile? Oh, I'm not sure about last run, but um, he's, he's he trialled well the other day. He looks fantastic. Um, they've had this planned for quite a while, so I certainly wouldn't uh, I wouldn't count him out. Um, his record tells you that he's, he's the best here and has been for a long time, so... Uh, he's, he's more than capable and he's been very well managed. Of course, Lucky Swayness, I dare say he'll be favourite in the sprint, Mark, and Romantic Warrior fave in the 2000. But Prognosis is very talented, who raced well in Hong Kong previously. Yeah, the Japanese are very good, um, especially once you get to, um, you know, a mile plus. Um, yeah, look, they'll, they'll have their work cut out, those horses. Uh, Romantic Warrior, I mean, he did a fantastic job in the Cox play. And um, you know he he's on his home turf, so he gets an advantage there. But um, no, they'll be they'll be very good races, a good uh, you know of a very high standard. Hugh Bowman's still in Hong Kong at the moment. Have you has he been around at track work or anything? Do you know what the, the latest is with him? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't spoken to Hugh oh, for a couple of weeks. Um, but um, look, he's he was riding in fantastic form. Um, prior to his injury, and he's he's really enjoying his time here. I think you know for a for a jockey, I think there's the two best times to come to Hong Kong are very early in your career, um, and to to learn and improve, and and probably you know towards the end of your career when um, you know you're not looking at travelling every day and and riding four and five meetings a week. Um, and it seems to have really um, you know, invigorated Hugh and, and, and got him back to his best. He would have made a race of it, wouldn't he, uh, the way he was going? I mean, he's still up there running third at the moment after being out for several weeks now following that fall. Um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, he, he would have been, you know, probably highly competitive there oh, with Zach. Yeah, possibly. But, I mean, look, he's, his opportunities, are, you know, with his weight aren't quite, um, the same as uh, as Zach and and um, oh, look, I think you know the competition's probably um, been good, you know, been good for Zach. He he he, he rode at his best when um, you know he had you know plenty of challenges from Joe Marrera. So you know a challenge from Hugh, you know, competition tends to bring the best out of any sportsman in you know in any field. 
Lovely to talk to you. I know it's early there. Thanks, Mark, for joining us. But as I said, uh, you, gave, you opened some wonderful doors for Rachel King, and she's taken... Um, you know, advantage of that, and she's moved forward, and, and now she, everyone's talking about her uh, around the world, given that, that last night. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Steve. Mark Newnham joining us from Hong Kong.